Hello and welcome everyone to episode 36 of Weekend Rento. We are your favorite bi-weekly gaming and geek culture podcast. You can find us on Google Play and iTunes. Go ahead and leave us a review on either place. Really helps spread the word. We appreciate it. Hey, and if you want to leave a comment, you can find us on Twitter at Weekend Rental PC or shoot us an email, weekendrentalpodcast at gmail.com. And you can always find everything Weekend Rental at weekendpodcast.com. That was mouthful. Uh, my name is Ryan, and as always, I'm joined by Andy. Hey. And Nate. What's going on, guys? All right. Byron Burn Time. Um, system of choice this time is the original Game Boy. For anyone not familiar, we pick we each pick a game for a given system, obviously the Game Boy. Um, we'll play them all uh, individually and then decide which ones we would personally buy, rent, or burn. Andy's pick this time around is uh, Bugs Bunny Crazy Castle 2. Uh, and Nate has gone with Alleyway, and I have selected Radar Mission. Um, so let's go back up to the top. We're going to hear a little bit about Andy's game, um, Crazy Castle 2. So the description, Bugs is back in the palm of your hand, and here's What's Up Doc. Uh, Nasty Witch Hazel has nabbed Honey Bunny from the party in the castle and locked her away. This time you'll have to hunt through 25 huge multi-level rooms to help Bugs rescue his main squeeze, but watch out. Your search for uh, potions, carrots, and incredible devices will be um, stymied by Looney Tunes characters lurking in every corridor. Bringing Bugs and Honey back together is a more greater challenge than ever in Bugs Bunny Crazy Castle 2. I had to expand, hence the pause at the more. Sorry. That couldn't even fit the back of a, a Game Boy box. <laughs> I don't think I've ever <laughs> seen description. stymied written oh down God. before. This is the first time I've read stymied. <laughs> I saw the hesitation. Like, Stimly, I nailed it. Oh my gosh. So right off the bat, this game really bothered me because there was a girl rabbit that Bugs is like trying to save. And it's like, there's no... There's nothing in the Looney Tunes lore, at least at that point, where there was like a woman rabbit. It didn't happen until Tiny Tunes, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Tiny Tunes and then Space Jam had the the other one. Oh, Space Jam. (laughs) But any time before that, if there was a woman bunny, it was Bugs Bunny dressed up as a woman. So. (laughs) Well, that's true. He was kind of yeah. That's right. He was. Quite the cross-dresser, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah. So that was a little strange right away. And then I started digging deeper. And Never this, go deeper. This Crazy Castle series is some of the most bizarre thing, things I've seen in gaming. Oh, yeah, like the train wreck and the lineage and the sequels and variations. Like it's all It goes oh. between characters, and it makes no sense. I can't remember yeah. where I saw a video on it, but it was like, what in the hell? Yeah, so... I, I kind of want to go through this just right away to just go through this craziness. So the first one is on the NES in Japan called uh, Roger Rabbit. We got Bugs Bunny. So it must be like a sport, sprite rip, basically. These are all sprite rips or whatever. Um, And then on the Game Boy, they got Mickey Mouse and Mickey Mouse 2. Mm-hmm. Mickey Mouse 2 is the Bugs Bunny 2 that we played. 
So uh, what me- was the Bugs Bunny one that we played on the NES then? That's Roger Rabbit. Okay, gotcha. Yep. Mickey Mouse 3 was on the NES, and that came out as Kid Clown <laughs> over here. Well, which is really uncommon, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yep, yeah, I yep. think so. Mickey Mouse 4 came to the Game Boy in 93, and over here it was the real Ghostbusters, and in the PAL regions it was Garfield. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Uh, Mickey Mouse 5 came to the Game Boy in 93, and that was the first one that was Mickey Mouse here. <laughs> wow. Bugs Bunny. But oh it's the gosh. same gameplay throughout, right? Just like doors and simple traps and collecting keys? I believe so, yeah. It's pretty much all the same. I, uh, Bugs Bunny Crazy Castle 3, that was the first one in Japan, and they just went right to 3. <laughs> and that's Makes what- sense. That's what ours was. Then they had Bugs Bunny 4 in 2000. Then in 2002. Why after 2000 are there more of these? <laughs> no. 2002, Woody Woodpecker, Crazy Castle number 5. <laughs> oh, for wow. the Game Boy Advance. If you've fallen down to Woody oh Woodpecker, <laughs> like that is the bottom of the barrel there. This is. Does it continue or that's is that it? it? Yeah. There was a mobile game. It was just called Crazy Castle in 2004, but that's it. Oh my gosh, they really uh, milked that franchise a little bit. <laughs> just yeah, throw anybody no in there. Sense. Like, we'll just de- design this generic, like, puzzler that you can slap any license on. Like, it's kind of like the beauty behind it, right? Yeah. I was just surprised, like, they do more than just the uh, main character, though. I mean, a lot of the enemies in yeah. here are Looney Tune enemies as well, or Looney Tune characters. Yeah, there's so Yosemite Sam and the Coyote, I noticed right off the bat. Yeah. The weapons are very Looney Tunes, too. Um, bombs. Who's the giant rooster? That's going to Foghorn Leghorn. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. Come on, Nate. All I thought, at the, the whole time I was playing the game, the first level, I I just couldn't stop thinking about KFC. <laughs> That, I don't know. I don't know what the correlation was. That's all I thought. I was like, isn't he a KFC character? You know, the one that plays in the he bucket. He should be, yeah. So, gosh. <laughs> he probably yeah. would taste good in Colonel's secret, you know, formula batter, so. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, so the game itself is kind of a puzzle game. It's it's kind of a platformer. There's some enemies that you get weapons to kill them, and you just go around finding keys in doorways. And... Mm-hmm. It reminds me a lot of like Chips Challenge and, and those type of games where you're going around oh, to yeah. different areas grabbing keys for another place. Yeah, um, for sure. There's definitely some risk reward. You know, how how far yeah. do you want to get close to an enemy before you run back up the ladder? And yeah, um, yeah that kind of makes it a little bit interesting. I actually don't mind games like this. Um because again, it's that risk reward. You want to see how far you can get, or how um, how close you can get to the enemy before you have to jet. And I don't know; those games don't don't bug me. You kind of just sit and mindlessly play them, and before you know it, many levels have passed by. I'm surprised that there's 25 levels, 28 in this, 28, 28, 28. levels in that. Yeah, which I can't imagine <laughs> there being that many variants to. To make it no, a little I'm, bit different. 
They didn't I'm change sure it it's up just too much. wider and like more keys, right? Yeah. Like it's kind of, I, I don't know. Like I, I played this more on, I played the original more on the Nintendo as a kid, but to me, this feels more at home on a portable. Cause like, it's that type of game, right? Like you're going to play a couple levels. You're going to get a password. You're going to put it away. Cause you're not going to yep. sit there and play this for hours on end. I mean, unless you really hate yourself, but, um, I mean, everything about it is like you said, the character designs, the sprites look good. Even though they're just palette swaps between the 110 games in the series that we covered. <laughs> uh, uh, and, and the music's fine too, right? Like there's nothing, there's nothing special about it, but there's also nothing bad. Like you said, it, you know, Nate was saying you could just pop it in and, you know, putz around, risk reward, grab some keys, run away. It's fine. I actually yeah. like it better than chips challenge. I'm going to say that. I think that's fair. Yeah, there's more, uh, there's less, uh, you know, kind of experimentation in this. At least you right. know what's going to come out of it a lot of times. Um, but the thing is, like, and it's not fair to this game, but, like, if you are if you want to play this style of game, like, that Donkey Kong 94 oh, is, yes. like, is, like, the perfect ad- adaptation of this type of game, you know? Yep. Yeah, that's a great point. That 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 like takes the gameplay and then adds like legitimate fun on it. Where this is just kind of like a eh, yeah. I mean, it works, right? Yeah. But like at that Donkey Kong ninety four state, it's like this is amazing. It's just subtle tweaks to add more depth. Yeah, exactly. All right, so we're gonna talk about Alleyway. This is Nate's pick again. So the description on this one: um, Interstellar ping pong with a deadly energy ball. Uh, your spaceship is the gate. Uh, is at the gate of alleyway. Use your vessel to repel the energy ball. Atomize space grids uh, with your return shots. Destroy the entire field and move on to even more challenging targets. You're in command in alleyway. I feel like I didn't play that game. Yeah, I played Breakout. I don't know about you guys. What the You, you know what's yeah, funny is Breakout. the only reason I even knew that that was a spaceship in this game, because I remember seeing this arcade cabinet as a kid and like the side art. You're like, oh, it's a spaceship. But on the Game Boy, it's like, this is a block. And those are a other block. blocks. Huh. Ugh. Yeah, this, this game uh, is definitely like a breakthrough clone. Yep. Um, it, it's so, I don't know. It's not that great. It's, it's a bad It really version. isn't. I mean, you get through uh, level one and it moves very, very slow. Um, especially if you have one block that you need to hit and the ball is not <laughs> even getting close to it. Yeah. It's just going in, in a giant, uh, rectangle, um, e-rectangle or rectangle, <laughs> e-rectangle. You pronounce that never... funny, Nate. Come on, let's <laughs> you, keep it. You've never heard of a e-rectangle? If it lasts I longer than four hours. <laughs> <laughs> Call your doctor. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the second levels, then things start changing where uh, uh, the level scrolls or, you know, whatever. It's it's pretty generic, but the number one thing that bugged me was there's no background music whatsoever. You just hear this ball hitting, <laughs> hitting these bricks. I don't know. It's sound. It's just, it's bad. It's not great. Yeah. It's I'm like, I'm a big fan of like Arkanoid and breakout and that sort of stuff. But like, honestly, like the generic shareware, like brick break, brick game on like IMAX back in the day was better than this. Um, I feel like I had it on my cell phone um, in like, 2000 right yeah uh, yeah remember that yeah that was even better 
and I will say like the problem with this game is I played a good amount of this as a kid. I borrowed it from a buddy and this game on the original game boy, when you factor in the screen blur and no backlighting, <laughs> it's almost oh impossible gosh. to play this game. And then like you're a kid. So of course your game boy screen is like, looks like a fucking cat had a party on it. So like making out this ball and like, you cannot, you'd have to like, just stick your, you know, finger in the air gauge. Like, uh, well, where's the sun at right now? Like I got this window from like, 2 p.m. Gosh. to like 2.15 where I can play this game. And it's just, it's horrible. And then like like you said, like getting down that last brick every time. It's like, well, oh, the first five forever. minutes of this were great. Now I guess I'll sit here for 20 while this eventually knocks down, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't even want to put it in the, you said Arkanoid. I didn't even want to put it in that category because Arkanoid's not that bad. Ar- Arkanoid's good, yeah. Yeah. This just plays incredibly slow. And yes. like, on the actual hardware that it's supposed to be played on, visually it's a mess. Uh, it's just they yeah. can't make the rectangle uh, <laughs> look like a spaceship. <laughs> well, it's got those two ends on it. Those are the windows, didn't you? Know? Oh, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I, I couldn't even I, get that. The thing that made me the most angry about this game is how they paraded Mario out for no real reason at all. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Yep. I think, like, if you get to some point in the game, or maybe this is another version, like the arcade version I'm thinking of, like, he actually, like, hops in or hops out of the bar. Like, I know I've seen this animation somewhere, but... Yeah, he did it in the first level for me. He walks across okay, the screen it. and jumps right into yep. the bar. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Okay. Is he on that's the where I saw box it. art or anything? I think he might be in the ship. I can't remember. It makes more sense now that it's a spaceship because I'm just thinking it's just a paddle and he like jumped into it. I'm like, well, that's really dumb. <laughs> well, but does it make more sense that you're in a spaceship slapping balls off of interdimensional gates? Because I don't know that it really helps. I don't know. Isn't that what, I mean, Breakout was too? That's spaceships? true. Spaceships? Like yeah, guys... you're not wrong. And I actually, Arkanoid, like the later versions, that's the lore behind it. They might even yeah. be in the early versions. I don't know. It's a weird uh, genre. There's a lot of bricks in space that we need to get rid of. It's a real problem. (laughs) Real problem. I think like the only thing you can do with this one is just look at it and be like, this was virtually like a launch title. So I guess it was good for the time. I don't know. But when you had Tetris, why would you play this? Right. Exactly. All right. Third final pick, my pick radar mission. This thing has a longer description than I would have ever anticipated for what is essentially a battleship clone. Um, so you select the battleground. Will it be underwater submarine warfare or surface ship to ship action? Um, volunteer for submarine duty and lead a fleet into action. Use sophisticated sonar to track the enemy motion uh, from under the sea. Then surface and use your periscope for 3D view of enemy ships on the horizon. Fire torpedoes and guns to destroy your opponent. Lead the fleet to victory, but watch out for damaging hits to your vessel. For a guided missile battle, try the surface... I can't believe this is still going on. Try the surface naval action. Uh, two squadrons of battleships each face off for a radar-directed ship-to-ship conflict. Pinpoint each enemy vessel on fire. <laughs> find and sink the opponent's ship before they find yours. My gosh! That is way too much word warning for this. They make it um, sound so awesome. <laughs> so here's here's essentially what this game is is it's got two modes mode a mode b mode a is literally just battleship i don't know how they didn't get sued for this 
Apparently nobody cared back then because it is straight battleship. Mm-hmm. The only one thing that's interesting is like your aircraft carrier, yours or the opponent. I can't remember if you can both do it, but you can like, if it, if it survives unscathed long enough, you launch a jet, which is cool. And then you have like a one hit target that moves. Um, and then me as a kid, I actually owned this game and owned it for about three months before I realized that game mode B wasn't like I assumed it was in every other game and just a variation. It's in fact a completely different game. And that game I think is pretty awesome. Um, basically like it flips the game on its head and you are now in the submarine kind of like a third person over the shoulder view of the sub. Uh, and you have to take out the fleet kind of on the water and then you can there's tactics to it right like you can dive down in the water you'll cruise at faster speeds you can pop up take out the ships attack the other sub so it's either you have to force victory by eliminating all the enemy fleet minus the submarine or you can take out the enemy sub which i did as a kid and for the life of me i have no idea how i pulled that off because every time i tried it here i got raped brutally so yeah that's that's right our mission and i will say that the music at least on the game mode B, I think is far better than it has any right to be. I wish they would have named that different because I didn't try that. I just assumed that was like multiplayer. I explicitly told you guys to play the B game. Come on. Nate? I like it. Did you play B? Heck no. I played A. Where did oh, you send the message of yeah, B? I, don't I, don't that. I, I literally that. said when we picked it, I'm like, have to play the game mode B also, because there's two games on here. Oh, I don't remember. Go that. back. It's Dang it's really it. cool. Go back. It's cool. Okay. I try to picture these these games. So obviously I'm playing them on my computer and they look pretty crisp, pretty clean. So I try to picture these what they actually look like on a Game Boy. Um because this game looks sweet like the it has like a little cut scene with the missile flying over when you play in the battleship mode yeah um those things looks it looks really good um can you attest to that on an actual game boy or did it look awful yeah i mean it looked fine from what i remember like i know for sure like those animations are slightly blurred just because like everything was on the original game boy but yeah i do remember it looking like pretty clean for a game yeah yeah, the music was great. Visuals were were good. I was expecting something awesome, so I should have played um, Section B. But and I wouldn't go so far as to say that's awesome, but I would say like it's an interesting bonus game, I guess that kind of makes it a better package than just Battleship. Right. It's crushingly hard, though. Game mode B. I will say, like, I don't know how I did so good at that as a kid. <laughs> I played. I could only win on practice mode. Huh. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Now I feel bad because I really, I was assuming it was just you know, a different version, like a like a link cable battleship or something. (laughs) Well, like I said, I did too. I mean, I I got this as a gift as a kid and owned it for months before I discovered it. And like I could look at the back of the box. I'm like, I've never seen that. What is this? And then like I think one day. I was thumbing through the manual because, like, why would you thumb through the manual? I know how to play Battleship. And then I'm like, wait a minute. What is this? And then, like, that, like, completely consumed me. Uh, and I got really into game mode B. Like, not again, not that it's great, but, like, finding a bonus game within a game that you thought was, like, one thing was a very nice surprise. Hmm. Did you say we could, uh, you could link it 
with the uh, cable? Yeah, you could. I, um, I never met yeah. anyone else who owned uh, this <laughs> game for good too. reason. No, like I think this was like a budget title from the get-go almost. I see Ryan <clears throat> walking around the neighborhood with, with a cord in hand. And the cord just dangling around. Radar mission? <laughs> Radar mission? Anybody? <laughs> uh. It's hard enough to find someone to play Tetris with because everybody lost their damn link cables. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <clears throat> let's go back up to the top uh, with this list and just give our picks. I'll start off with Andy. What do you think? Uh, for my buy, I think I'm going to go with Bugs Bunny. I I kind of enjoy that game, just the relaxed nature of it. It's overly, not really hard, I would say, if you find the, you know, the weapons that they want you to right away and use them in the right spot. It's more of a puzzle than escaping. Sometimes I know it's not hard, but would you refer to it as an rectangle? Uh, no, that's that's coming up. Oh, okay. Is it coming yeah, up? Bugs Bunny is just foreplay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the other two were kind of like a flip a coin for me. But now that you said uh, how awesome Game B is, that's got to be my rent. It's acceptable. I don't want to. I don't want to set expectations too high here. Yeah, I like Battleship too. It's it's fine. It's just it. It's Battleship, right? It's a little a little long. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's okay. Um, it's got some animation, so it's it's one step above Electronic Battleship, right? Except right. he, they probably legally can't say you sunk my Battleship. So, Damn it. but you can scream it every time it happens. So there's yep. that. That's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. And my, my burn's going to be alleyway. I just, I don't know that it didn't feel very good. Like the, the way it bounced off things, it just seemed like it was, you know, <laughs> this is out of context gold. Already, oh yeah. I'm telling you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do. Just make it harder for you to focus. And then you're like, oh, I have to timestamp this whole damn podcast. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It was it was okay. It's just uh, I don't know. It's like the worst version of that game, right? Like, yeah. I don't think I've played a different version that was not. I, I can't think of a, a single instance that was worse than this one. When that like mechanical magnet pong game that's been around feels better yes. than feels better than this game, that's a problem. Yeah. When it was perfected 20 years before this game existed. Yep. All right, Nate, what about you? Yeah, all three games were, I definitely didn't expect puzzle games out of them all. Um, even with the, with the titles, like Alleyway, I was like, this is a bowling game. This could be interesting <laughs> on a, on a Game Boy. It's not a bowling game. Um, so my buy is definitely going to be Bugs Bunny and Crazy Castle 2. Um, Again, that's one that I kind of like that risk-reward um, type gameplay. And uh, definitely Radar Mission as my rent. Uh, but I got to go back and play uh, the B-side. What is, what is it called? Section B, B-side? I think it's just Game Mode B. Game, it's like game Mode it's, I think it's yeah. like Mode A and Mode B or Game A and Game All B. Right, yeah. It's super generic. Yeah, so I got to go back. Because that could potentially change my pick. But uh, for now, Radar Mission and then Burn Alleyway for sure. 
because it's not a bowling game. Mm, and you're playing with game. the rectangle. The rectangles. <laughs> For the win. Um, yeah, I'm obviously going to burn Alleyway, too. I, it, <clears throat> it's a game that should be a lot more fun, but it just it's too slow. It's too tedious. Everything's too tiny, pixelated on that screen. I just can't recommend it. I, I debated on which way to go on this. I think I'm going to go with Buy of Radar Mission. Only because, like, it does hold the two distinct games. But even, like, owning it as a kid, like, I'm not that nostalgic for it. So, like, it couldn't have been that great, right? Like, I don't have, like, super fond memories other than, like, discovering I had two games on this cartridge that I owned forever. <laughs> um, and then Bugs Bunny's Crazy Castle I would rent. Like, I I, I don't mind those games. They're fun. Um, I, I Like I said, I played the one on the NES quite a bit. I just never really loved the game. But it, it's a good pick up and play. So, that's what it'll do. I just feel really disappointed that I learned that there was a Garfield one of this game. And you were robbed of after this? After we went through this. Yes, I could have brought that game instead. Well, there's but... always next time. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just each pick one of the Crazy Castle games that, like from a different region and just do a whole Crazy Castle <laughs> yes. episode. It'll be awesome. They're all the same Absolutely. game. Yeah, just sprite, just sprite swaps. <laughs> it's fine. Well, I like these sprites better. <laughs> All right. Well, there we go. Another Byron Burn in the books. Man your battle stations. Man your battle stations. It's electronic talking battleship from Milton Bradley. So real, it really talks. Battleship armed. Battleship armed. We're talking instant programming, free skill levels, and only Milton Bradley's got them. Carrier hit. Carrier hit. Against the computer or opponent, your mission, sink the enemy's fleet. Battleship sunk. Battleship sunk. Yeah. Electronic talking battleship and original battleship only from Milton Bradley. All right, so let's dive right into the meat of the podcast. Let's kick things off with um, maybe some Black Friday deals, um, things that are out there. So as of recording, it is Tuesday, November 20th. We are just um, a few days away from Thanksgiving with Black Friday. Um, Well, I suppose starting at Thanksgiving Day now, but it used to be Friday um, up until the USA decided that we'd rather spend money than treat people to a vacation. But, uh, they're just anyway, going to move it to Wednesday too. So, yeah. And I love that they had to move it up with the advent of online shopping, which makes absolutely no sense. There's less reason than for than ever to like open a store on Thursday, but unless you hate your family, that's true. And <laughs> lots of us do. Um, that's no, not, not me. That's just a joke. Um, so Black Friday deals, have you guys seen anything good? I don't know if anybody else is cool enough. I assume most of the nation is cool enough to get the early access invite from Best Buy to like buy all their deals mm-hmm. <laughs> like three days ahead of time. But I did some shopping already, so. What, did you? Yeah. What did you pick they, up? They had a bunch of, they, all their video games and stuff were on sale. Um, so I splurged for a whopping $15. I have uh, Shaq Fu 2 for the Switch coming. Uh, arriving tomorrow. Goodbye, goodbye. Yep. It uh, it seemed like such a train wreck that for $15 I had to just check it out. And then I bought Starlink for the Switch, the pack with like, starter pack with the uh, Star Fox and everything, because that is yeah. $35 instead of 70 Yeah, that's And I was bad. like, I was interested anyway, plus, you know, it'll probably, like, realistically, it's probably going to be $5 at Target in another month, but whatever. So that's do you want to? Do you want to just play the game, or do you want to get into the ships and stuff like that? I have no desire to get into the ships. I just kind of want to play a little bit and check out the Star Fox stuff, and then I'm kind of yeah. 
done with it. I don't expect great things out of it, but I hear it's like, meh, it's, it's pretty all right. You know, mm-hmm. they had plenty of other good deals. I just, it wasn't, nothing really jumped out at me right now. I'm like, I've got enough stuff on the backlog that I didn't need to go nuts. So I just bought, you know, terrible games instead. So <laughs> if you're in the, in the market for a council, there's a lot of good prices on yes. some of those and bundles. Uh, I think, what is it, the Nintendo Switch with a uh, pack-in game Mario for Kart 8. $2.99? Is that right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so, so 50, that's 50 that's bucks off plus a free game. Yeah, that is a good deal. Yeah, that's a fairly decent deal. And I think PlayStation and Xbox, they have anything going on? Yeah. Yeah, uh, they're down to, like, I think you can get a PS4 with Spider-Man for, like, $1.99. So that's, that's a really pretty good, good. deal. X- is it 250 or one terabyte? <clears throat> uh, one terabyte. That's a really good deal. And then I'm sure there are deals on Microsoft Xbox Ones. I just, I don't care enough to look. So, But I'm sure they're about what the is, same price. I think the What's X is, the regular price on the Pros? Pros? Pro? I think 400. Or, or not the Xbox, uh, what was it? Xbox X S, or whatever it is. S. S. I think that's 250. Am I wrong? Yeah, three, okay. No, maybe it's 300. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. It goes down to 200 this time of year, it seems like. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I think the biggest thing is like the PSVR bundles are all being $100 off and they're all mm-hmm. bundled with like really good games. And if I could justify it, I would buy it. Like I really looked at a couple of those bundles and I was like, man. But then I already, you know, bought my. One you should up, just do it. My arcade one up. No, I bought that arcade one up. I'm nope, sticking with my purchase. Return it to Walmart. Nobody wants that back. Are you kidding me? Come on. <laughs> it just dropped 50% of value. Yes. Hey, I mean, it, it allowed me to brush up on my uh, joust skills so that when I went to the barcade, I quickly captured that top slot. So, you know, bragging. Humble brag. I'm sure they power True. it down every day, but I was there at like six. So that's pretty good. <laughs> For the whole day. Yeah. That's true. That's, that's when bars really pack is 6 p.m., you know. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. I, I okay. kind of looked through all those Best Buy deals and nothing really caught my, you know, something I needed to have. I'm kind of in the same boat. I just have so much other stuff to play that I don't know. Yeah. I kind of want to get God of War, but it's still not quite cheap enough. I'm looking for that $20 mark. but Yeah, which is unusual because like every other one of those God of War games went from like retail to like 20 in like a month. Yeah. Like this one, I, I guess like maybe it's cause it was a slow, like major game year. That one is hanging in there. Yeah. I may still get that PR PSVR bundle. Cause like they're going to offer like, um, well I want the one that comes with like that new game, the bo- uh, robot one or whatever, but that doesn't come with the controllers. So I would need the one that comes oh. with the controllers, which is like two fifty, I think. Cause I'm pretty sure Best Buy is going to do like some stupidly insane, like eight years, no interest financing on your Best Buy card, which like, I always look at that. It's like, ah, it's free. It doesn't cost anything. I'll just sure. pay $10 a month for whatever. I don't know. Just it's tempting. I probably won't do it. I probably just won't. do it. I don't know. I don't I think, need it. I think it's hitting its stride <laughs> as a major thing. Like it's worth owning. I think at this point. I agree that I, I, I thought it was at that point last year when you bought it, but now for sure. Yeah, I I played that. So Astrobot. many people are talking about it. Yeah, 
I played that Astrobot demo, and that game it is great. It's pretty impressive. Yeah, it's it's just like really smooth, and you can't hardly like uh, you can't hardly tell you're in VR. A lot of times, those VR games kind of make you a little woozy, but that one not so much. And I did pick up Tetris Effect, which is a whole nother level. So that's yeah. definitely worth it. That's almost worth it right there if you're really into trippy stuff. If you want to be on yeah. drugs without taking drugs type of thing. How about I be on drugs while playing it? So it's like I'm on drugs while I'm on drugs. Oh, man. I Yeah, I don't know how well you play Tetris at that point, but. I don't know where to get drugs. I'm just a lame, <laughs> nerdy guy with a family in a game room in his basement. So, if anyone knows, you've got our email address, I guess. <laughs> Those are the guys that like sell you oregano and like, here you go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't worry, we sprayed some raid on it first. Didn't get a contact out. Oh god. Yeah, the only I'm kind of with you. Like, there were a lot of good hardware deals, but like, I've kind of like, I'm at saturation with that. Like. In the games, there was stuff I wanted, but nothing I needed. The only thing I would like to find is, like, I'm in desperate need of a new game room LCD. Because mine is, like, very deficient at, like, moving textures and blurring. So if I could find mm. something, like, 42-inch for, like, 120 or less, I would probably do it. But we'll see. A lot of those good, good deals are doorbusters. Yeah. I'm not going to go out of my way to, like, fight crowds for any True. of that. Do you even go out on Friday? Um, we'll go out usually like in the morning after the rush has kind of died down. Things kind of settle down. Yeah, and I think this year we might just go like last year late at night, like well not even late, like eight nine p.m. We went to Walmart and just bought like you know the movies and stuff. So maybe we'll yep. do that again this year, but yeah, I I tend to avoid it. I, yeah, they they might be good deals, but I just hate dealing with the crowds and the people and parking lots and and so they can have their deals and i'll pay full price well and it's all online guy. now right like you can just get up friday right. morning and like click 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 that's what i've done for the most part the last three years yeah it's so much more convenient but the funny thing is now is like friday it seems like is a non-event because everything's open on thursday for doorbusters so like the psychos they're gone. Like nobody's really <laughs> shopping on Friday, which is kind of bizarre. So yeah. sure. I mean, I'm sure certain stores, yes, but like the big box ones, nobody cares. And like, yeah, I haven't looked at any ads for anything that I need or want. I probably could pick up some PS4 games on the cheap, maybe. Um, but again, I'm in the same boat. I have too too much stuff right now to play and really no desire right. to pick up anything and we've all got christmas gifts to buy for our kids so <laughs> yep Ugh. december will be expensive enough we don't need to tack on november <laughs> that's for sure yes very true <sighs> yeah you guys been playing anything new or i've been playing wolfenstein the new order Oh. So, which is that. probably, I like it. Uh, I'm not one for the uh, first person shooter. Uh, it's kind of a weird thing for me. So I'm kind of getting used to it. I went from um, Song of the Deep to 
this game. To kill a Nazis? It's quite the definitely, turnaround. Uh, definitely the turnaround, yeah, for sure. But uh, I'm enjoying it. It looks, it looks great. Again, I don't know what year Wolfenstein came out. 2014? Yeah, see, yeah. I'm blown away by stuff like that when I was, you know, even uh, when I was playing um, Horizon Zero Dawn, you're like, yeah, it's welcome to 2017 or 16 <laughs> yeah. or whatever it was. Yeah. Like, these and, games blow my mind just the way they look. So when you when you go from that one to Doom, too, you'll be amazed at, like, what they did from that game to Doom, because, like, it was a big progression. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I think that was uh, that was going to be my next jump. It was either Doom or Diablo. I was going to jump into next. Oh boy, they're both good. Pick one for me. Uh, I well, it depends on what you want to do. Diablo is way better with people. Yeah, but Doom is just so ref- like like viscerally like satisfying. Like there's just something. Yeah, I think you I could play know. like a couple hours of Doom and get it. Right, yeah. that's true. Like well, it, can, it's how many hours of Wolfenstein do I have? Uh, I never got more than like four hours in. I think it's like a ten-hour game, maybe. Yeah, not even. It's about ten hours, yeah, if that. Eight. Okay. Probably longer for me. It took me forever to, like, the very first mission when you're jumping out of the plane onto yeah. another plane. I kept on dying over and over again. I was like, I don't understand what I'm <laughs> doing, and it has the little command. I couldn't read what letter on the joystick or what I was supposed to be pushing. And I finally got it that pushed down the L3 button. But yeah, uh, I struggled with that scripted intro too. So you're not alone. Okay, good. I felt like a complete turd afterwards. I also died of playing on easy. Yeah. (laughs) So I died a bunch, like just after that too, we have to like scale up the side of that, like fortress. I don't know why, but like I struggled with that. I like literally repeated it like a half a dozen times. I'm just okay. Good. Not coordinated, I guess. So. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. It looks good. Plays good. Um, Song of the Deep was awesome. I think I was telling you about that yeah. a couple weeks ago, and um, good story and uh, just a simple sit down and play game. It's so funny because like when that came out, like all the reviews were like, ah, the controls are like super floaty and awkward. I'm like, I'm in a submarine like this <laughs> under the physics feel appropriate like i don't know what you guys yeah. are talking about like <laughs> i didn't have any problems with it yeah i thought it was a really cool like metroidvania blaster masterish mm. kind of game yeah interesting it's cool i uh i picked up that snk 40th anniversary collection oh i'm jealous it's a kid. oh my gosh like frank cefaldi is obviously the producer on this again but like it is the like video game equivalent of like a historical archive. Like they've thought of everything. Like, so the weird thing is, is like, I bought it. I'm like, cool. It's going to be like all my favorite SNK games. And like, it's kind of not, but I'm not mad about it. Right. Cause it's like the earliest games. It's like guerrilla war. It's Vanguard, which, Oh my God, I hadn't played Vanguard since he's hard 2600. Um, it's Akari warriors. It's That's Athena. Fun. It's Crystalis. And then there's like, I think there's 13 games on there to start. And there's gonna be like another 10 that are DLC for free in December. Mm. Um, and every game, if it has a console and a uh, arcade port has both, you can do everything vertical uh, or horizontal on the screen layout. So if you want to play it like arcade perfect shooter, 
you can do that. Um, and then everything also within that has a region switch if it, if it's applicable. So you can play like wow. the English version or you can play the Japanese version. That's awesome. <laughs> and then the historical archives, like the little slideshows they put together in the history and like lost documents and like, it is so cool. Like it is, there's just so much history in there. Um, yeah, I'm having a blast with it. Like it, it's so weird. Cause it's not at all the game set I thought I was getting, but like, I've really dove into like these ones. Like I'd never played a warriors three. Like I didn't know that that was a really weird looking beat up that kind of sucks, but I played through it all now. And, like, <laughs> I don't know. It's just in Vanguard, like, man, what a game Vanguard was. Like I totally forgot. I didn't even know that was SNK. Like, yeah, I didn't know either. Oh, huh. yeah. I cannot recommend how many enough. games are on there. 13 to start. And I think there's 11 more that come. Um, okay. And time soldiers is one of them. Oh. And like, and like the best part is, is like, okay. Like, so every home port of like Akari warriors and gorilla warriors was in time soldiers, which we've played in the podcast was hampered because they didn't have that weird octagonal control mm-hmm. stick. Well, like they fix it. Right. Cause you have two joysticks. Now it's a dual stick shooter. Like you can actually play wow. these games actually even better than they were in the arcade. Are Yeah. So I am amazing. I'm so jazzed for time soldiers. Like I freaking love that game. So I, I what can't was the wait. price on it. Uh, 39.99. And I would, nice. I would say it's worth it, especially, I mean, I would say it's worth it with the history piece and then the game set now, but then also knowing that I'm getting these extra games, um, is really cool. Hmm. It's, it, it's like everything he accomplished with the mega man collections and then so much more like it is, it's an, it's an active, like, historical preservation that is also a game you can play it's so great awesome love it speaking of him have you seen his twitter account lately no what's going on he's been buying all these like plug and plays okay that are nes's all the games on them are just nes games like it's crazy that you if you can figure out how to dump them off you'd be able to play them right on an NES. Really? And they're all like card games and weird shit like that, like licensed stuff. It's all like they're I've never heard of it. Yeah, they're they're an NES mini NES in these plug and plays. So it's like it's an NES like the NES on a chip sort of setup and like yeah. full of ROMs and ready to go. Yeah. So all this stuff is like I mean they made all these games that essentially would huh. work on an nes if you got you know put them but on they didn't like so is that kind of like some of the stuff i get in those weird multi-cards where it's like mow the lawn and like probably it's a lot of that stuff and, probably yeah that's still cool that he's like archiving it and weird mm-hmm. so how good is tetris effect then Andy? is it all you're playing or uh it's not all i'm playing but it's it is something else i played all the way through it in like a day <laughs> wow so oh my gosh. got all the levels pretty much unlocked once you unlock all of them then you do uh you can just go in and watch the background it's like don't even have to play tetris at that point you just wig out on what whatever you're uh watching but some of them are just crazy drugs yeah exactly (laughs) the music's Uh, really good too right yeah like it's like yeah every time you turn a piece or you get a line or something it changes the music or it makes a sound so like as you turn the line, you're making the music too. Like you can make the beat by turning the uh, the pieces around. So cool. it's pretty cool, especially if you get headphones in. You know, just really get into it. Did they fix indefinite spin, or is that still a thing? 
Uh, it's not indefinite, but you can go for a while. You can spin yeah. it probably 20 times, if that. Something like that. Did but it's 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 a lot. Nice. Yeah, so it's 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 a lot of fun. Uh, there's a lot of modes in there. A lot of them geared more for um, like being hyper competitive with it, and that's not something how, I'm. How there are you for. competitive in a VR? I mean, there's no multiplayer, or is there online multiplayer? I, I guess not competitive, but I mean, like really serious about Tetris, where I'm oh, just okay, there gotcha. to kind of just like zone out in it, you right. know. You know they are going to make it competitive. Right. Yeah. Like well, That's true. There's a yeah, there's a lot of hard things in there and then it, if you're really like focused on that, I feel like all the backgrounds and stuff are just getting in the way. The music's getting in the way, you know. Nice. But yeah. Uh the other game I've been playing is Spider-Man. Finally picked that up and been going through that and that's been a blast too. It's like the first, I guess, maybe not the first, Batman's pretty good. But this, like... I wish the price would have dropped on it, then I'll pick it up. Yeah, it. I'm sure it will at some point. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if there's any sales, but... Yeah, it, it really makes you feel like Spider-Man. I mean, that's one of the first games that I actually feel like... They did everything and more of what Spider-Man is, you know? Cool. Yep. A lot of good uh, combat system in it too. You guys ever play the Batman games? Um, part of the first one. Okay. I I, I appreciated what was there. It just was like it gets repetitive so quick. I guess kind mm -hmm. of. Yeah. Do you feel now that you've played Spider Man? Do you feel like it captures that like superhero thing? Like that's my biggest complaint with any with any like superhero game that they just can't capture. I don't know. They limit the superhero where you have to get like so much web or, or, you know, whatever yeah. you run out of web and stuff. And that's just odd to me. Yeah. I, I mean, when you're in combat, you do have like a certain amount of web that you can web people up in. That's one thing. But like when you're out in the world and swinging around it, it feels like Spider-Man would, you know, that's awesome. Um, yeah, it, so I think they do a lot of justice for them there. However, it isn't a pretty like standard open world game. Like the story is pretty good, um, but I don't know. There's a lot of like, oh, there's twenty pigeons on the map that you have to go catch the pigeon, you know. And oh. it's like, ah, uh, it's a lot of that stuff. Mm -hmm. There's different things on the map that you have to get, and they're all pretty much the same thing. Whereas, you know, Red Dead was a lot different. Everything was different. I don't think there's... And Zelda. There's not a lot you can go back to these old-style open-world games where it's like a fixed event. Fetch quest? Yeah, yeah. yeah, all those things. Yeah. They just get old after a while. But most of them, I assume, are optional, right? Like, main story is kind of separate from that. Yeah, they all tie into upgrades and stuff like that, you know? Sure. Gotta catch those pigeons and sell them to like a high class restaurant. <laughs> yeah. Stanley is in it though. Uh so it might be the last thing he's in. Who knows? I heard he filmed a bunch of cameos 
in anticipation of his passing. So I guess like they're going to have him in a bunch of movies. Oh, that's even creepier. It's a little weird. A little weird. It is. And then after that, are they going to start doing the the whole, uh, all that stuff that they've been doing with Star Wars and putting computer dead people in their movies? Oh boy. Let's hope they don't go down that route. (laughs) Yeah, the internet was really kind of bogged down by that. That was kind of impressive. I don't know that anyone else could have died in the United States that would have gotten more publicity, which is weird. Yeah, that is kind of strange. Not that he didn't do some amazing stuff, but also it's like, dude was 95. Like, he seemed pretty with it, like watching his interviews and stuff, even the last year, like up till the end. So, yeah, he He didn't run 95. No, that's true. I mean, I went to pegged him for that upper 70s, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, he seemed to like always be with it. Yeah. And all that movies and his best cameo is still Mallrats. I don't know. I liked the Teen Titans Go movie. Go to the movies one, too. I haven't seen that yet. Where he's in there and he jumps in and he's like, it's time for my cameo. He's like, oh, they're like, this is he's like, oh, wait, this is a DC movie. He like walks off screen. <laughs> then that he comes back. Good. He's like, never mind. Excelsior. And then, like, that's it's so dumb. That's pretty funny. Huh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That guy, like, man, just what he made off of cameos in the last 15 years of his life. <laughs> yeah. Or 20. Because, I mean, I, re- I guess he started with the first Spider-Man reboot, right? Like, those were like. Pretty consi- and then he was consistent from there. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, like you said, mall rats, but yeah, yeah, that doesn't quite count. But he was on like but Big Bang Theory, a TV show, multiple times. Yeah, sure. uh, they yeah. stalked him in the one, didn't they? Like showed up at his house and stuff. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is funny because I've seen so all of like ten episodes of that show, but I remember that distinctly <laughs> for some reason. Just the reruns on TBS over and over and over <laughs> it again. It just filters into your subconscious. You can't help it. Yeah. You've seen it all. Mm-hmm. You just wake up in the middle of the night yelling bazinga. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what I yell right after I finish. My wife loves it. <laughs> e- uh, e-rectangle. Yeah. E-rectangle. <laughs> we got it. Bazinga. bazinga. <laughs> oh, so I guess if we're talking about Spider-Man, that, that's a good transition to Sony's announcement that they will no longer be at, or they won't be at E3 in the, for the first time in the show's existence, so. Which was, like, a big buzz, but, like, I don't feel like anyone was that surprised. Because it seems like E3, the last few years, especially since they've, like, started selling public tickets, has, like, obviously been on the decline. Because you exist in a digital world, right? Like where you don't need to fly a bunch of people out to a really expensive convention center and have them look yeah. at crap that you could just live stream. Like Nintendo's had it figured out with the Nintendo Directs for years now. But the thing is, Nintendo's still there. They still have like a right. booth and all that the stuff. The Treehouse where Live. Where right. Sony's just non-existent. Seems like, sounds like anyway. But I think like after seeing how much the internet loved... Uh, the sheer disappointment of BlizzCon, maybe they've made the right choice. <laughs> yeah. Because it's probably better not to show than to achieve like some sort of false hype that people are somehow entitled to. I don't get. 
Yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, last year was weird, obviously. They only did, like, they only showed, like, three or four games at their right. whole press conference, so. We're in a church! Here's some lesbians! Like, okay, this is weird. Like, I don't, I don't know what's going on here. Yeah, and, like, Zombies. two of those... And, like, a couple of those games are going to be their big games for next year. And who knows if they'll be out by the time E3 rolls around. So, like, what are they going to do? Parade those out again, you know? So I get it. I, I was really looking forward to, like, Weird Flute Man again or whatever oh, that yeah. was that he was playing. That was riveting. <laughs> do you really think with, you know, PlayStation's track record anyways that E3 is beneficial to them in any way? I mean, they could do the same thing with a commercial, you know, a TV commercial or, a, like you said, a live stream of some sort. Yeah. Like a, like a direct. And I think they would still have an amazing following, you know, without the E3. Well, the strange yeah. thing is they did the, I mean, they, the past few years, they did their own event, you know, like last adjacent, month. Adjacent, yeah. It's like the PSX almost. or whatever, the, the PlayStation experience, but they canceled it this year. Right. Because they didn't have really anything to show. So it's like, I'm yeah. not sure what's going on. If they're not even doing their own show, they're not doing the big show, what are they doing? I don't know. I think they're probably just ramping up for the PlayStation 5 and they literally have nothing to show because everything that's going to launch in the last leg of the PS4's life cycle has been shown three times. And, you know, at yeah. this point, like, they're on top of the market in a way that they haven't been since, like, the PS2. Like, there were years where like it made sense for them to show up, but like they'll easily topple this generation without being there. Like during the PS3 era, like when they were like trying to make that relevant somehow, which they managed to after eight years, but then it made sense. But I don't know. Yeah, I, wonder I just if think it has... E3 in in general is going down. Yeah, they got to be shitting bricks now that you know they're selling tickets to this thing in like some of their biggest. I mean, the biggest guy just left pretty much. So, yeah, I think Xbox will follow suit, and will just be Nintendo sitting by themselves. Could be. I wonder if it has something to do with like the new consoles, where Sony doesn't want to be the day after Microsoft does all their console announcements or something at E3. You know what I mean? Maybe if right. if they don't know what's going on, they they want some time to be able to react, I guess. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see who announces first on that. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it will be Sony trying to get a leg up. Since it seems like they're leaking plenty of like hardware information lately anyway through devs, but Yeah, that's kinda weird. Yeah. Did you see that uh Xbox One next year? Coming out with no disk drive. Makes sense, I guess. Mm-hmm. I do <coughs> remember reading something about it. Yeah, especially on that platform where it's literally just an install key. I mean, there's no... Right. I mean, they're all like that to some... I mean, PlayStation does that too, but like that's that's the machine, right? Like That was all it was ever intended to be. Nothing ever ran off a disk on that. They just like, our bad, we'll flip the switch, so... <laughs> Even like yeah, the backwards can... compatibility stuff is just a key to say like, oh yeah, you own this. We'll let you yeah. download it. <laughs> right. That's true. It doesn't even install off the disc. Yeah. I guess that like, that's a good prep. And like, I think the last two years has like been a major shift in the overall population where 
majority of people would rather just do digital at this point. Cause I mean, where are you going to go? Like retail stores, like the space is a 10th of what it was at the beginning of the previous generation for games. Like I don't want to go into a GameStop. I wouldn't be able to find a game between beneath all the tchotchkes and plushies anyway. So speaking yeah, right. of that, do you guys see that clip of that guy who freaked out in a GameStop because oh, he yeah. wanted to return Fallout 76 and just they wouldn't they wouldn't return it obviously so they only offered him in store credit and then he just like freaking like line drives through like all the displays and like rips it apart kicks everything and just walks out and the best part is is like oh some guy gosh. some guy had just walked in the door and it's like another customer like filming it on his phone and this guy just like fucking Godzilla pushes past that guy, walks to the door, and then the other guy's just standing there and he looks at the guy with the camera. He's just like, like, just this weird, like, <laughs> I don't know. I like, did not see that. It is like a minute and a half and it is just ridiculous. And like, the best part is like, dude, they have your ID. Like, you were just getting quoted on like, yeah. all the, like, I'm, I know you're in the system. Now you're on video. It was, it was great. My favorite part There's was a- right at the end. Somebody calls, and the guy behind the counter says, you know, GameStop, where you can save blah, 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 blah. Like, <laughs> Not even like, phased? Yeah, the perfect script line. <laughs> it's like, wow. <coughs> well, it probably happens like every other week. <laughs> so. I've seen quite a few videos of guys freaking out in GameStop for <laughs> whatever reason. Um, yeah, so that's just probably like a regular occurrence for them and just happened to catch it on video. <laughs> yeah. It's it probably just... part of like a new employee training. Like you sit in a back room and watch these guys just freaking out. Yeah, that's like Can the chic- secret shopper script for GameStop. Like you don't actually try to complete the transaction. You just demolish the store <laughs> and then just see how they react in stressful situations. Like, oh, that's yeah. Awesome. Like he got an A rating on that. He handled that perfectly. <laughs> That's promote that's why, that kid that's why all the discs don't have their original cases because the cases break all the time right. <laughs> the guy's just bending them and breaking them uh, i have to see this video you'll have to send it to me yeah or is I'll, it I'll pretty accessible it. you know it's it, it was just the other day i found it it's great i'll look it up here in a bit <laughs> yeah it's it was unbelievable <laughs> sounds like that game is not going over well though no and i'm kind of a big fan of fallout and i have zero interest in it so okay that's what i was gonna ask i'm surprised you didn't pick it up yeah so i'm i'm wondering how many people are like me too where they just didn't even bother buying it and the people that did aren't that happy with it right i feel like people who are like super into fallout weren't craving like an online only game like that wasn't that's not the market right yeah that's not you don't buy bethesda games for that for sure <laughs> yeah i've heard nothing positive either and like you can kind of tell like there must be some major issues with it when like pretty much every major outlet is like we're gonna do the review in progress route and like this is gonna take a couple weeks and we'll revisit in a month or two and oh really just to yeah. make sure like get let them patch it <laughs> right but, like, huh. I did go on to Metacritic the day of launch, and, like, the user score was, like, 0.03 or something at the time. Like, it was bad. <laughs> or maybe, well, I don't know if they can do point. I don't know if they can do decimals, but it was, like, low. It was, like, one or two. Like, 
no review is good. But then again, it's hard to tell because you always get those a holes who are like, "That game is not follow blah 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 blah." I give it a zero. I'm like you didn't buy it. Why are you reviewing it? Yeah. Even I mean, even the critic score is a forty nine right now. Oof, duh. Yeah, that is not good. So besides that. the online uh, online only, are you hearing other things? What people hate about it? A lot of it is that it, there's, you know. Follow games have such a rich story and a lot of characters and stuff like that. You can talk to a whole bunch of people. And this is like empty. There's like, you can talk to a few robots that give you quests and that's about it. You know, everybody else to force you then like find your story through interactions with people. Right. Like other, other players, I guess. Right. It just, it's kind of like the Diablo thing. It's just reading the room wrong. You know, you're reading your fans wrong. I think. Right. Or where this might have been like a really good like game mode for the next mainline installment. Like if it had, if this had launched as like Fallout Five Online, you know, like you know Red Dead and Red Dead Online, like that sure. might be a nice companion piece. But yeah, draw some extra revenue out of like your main title. Right. Right. Exactly. But if if that's the main selling point, then you're just kind of milking it from the fans that like the franchise. I think. And it's built off the Fallout 4 engine, right? So like it's yeah. fairly dated at this point too. Yeah. Well, all those are really dated most of the time cuz they're so wow, buggy. So, uh Ryan sent me a link cuz I don't have Facebook <laughs> and uh he said, "Hey, here's a good deal on uh, a Virtual Boy cuz I, I feel like you know, a few episodes ago we were talking about the Virtual Boy and I'd really want one. I've been wanting one for a long time. And uh, this one was in the box and uh, came with um, Mario Tennis. Yeah, I think that was the pack-in. Yeah, so I I picked it up. Um, So Ryan was pretty generous and let me snag that. It was. I, uh, I I really hesitated for a second before I pasted that link, but I'm like... I really don't need three and Nate really <laughs> wants one. So I'm going to send this and make everybody happy. I, I'm thankful. It, it's, it's awesome. It looks great. It plays pretty good. I haven't noticed really any lens issues. Um, when you close, have you closed the eyes individually? Uh, No. So what might be happening? Cause he, like he mentioned like the lens issue, what might be happening is only one of the eyes is displaying for you. Like, does it look 3d ish or not really? Yeah. Okay. I've only played a Virtual Boy one other time, yeah. and it looked like that. Okay. So, um, yeah. yeah. So I, I got it for eighty bucks, which I thought was a good deal. Well, they were only asking a uh, hundred to begin with, which was already a good deal. So for boxed, especially, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it looks really awesome. I'm happy. I'm not going to play it. My wife hasn't even played it, and she was all excited about it. She hasn't even played it yet. (laughs) The best part of owning a Virtual Boy is just looking at it on the shelf. I mean, to be quite honest, (laughs) like they—that's where it belongs, and it's a—it's a good thing to have on a shelf because people are like, "What the fuck is that?" You're like, "Oh, you haven't heard? It's a Virtual." Let me tell you about this wonder. (laughs) That's why—that's why they made a stand for it. Right. right, exactly. <laughs> they knew ahead of time. Like, no this gonna is going to look this. good on a shelf. Let's put a stand in there. Yeah, I have mine proudly yeah. displayed on top of my arcade cabinet now. Next to my power glove, looks pretty badass. 
Maybe we should. Yeah, that's something I've been wanting in my collection for a long time. So I'm happy to have it. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I'm glad you finally got one. Yeah, definitely. Found some retro games this weekend too, which was kind of fun. Um, I was traveling for a wedding. Yeah, a small town in Minnesota. Uh, Wilmer? Does that sound right? Wilmer? Yeah, that sounds like a um, yeah, it sounds like a, a town in Minnesota. And uh, there was, you know, there really isn't like a lot of retro um, stores there. Actually, I don't think there no. are any. And I didn't see a lot of um, pawn shops or anything like that. So I was walking around the mall. We had some time to kill and the kids were running all over the place. And I was just kind of sitting in front of this like sports memorabilia shop. And I looked over and I was like, in the way corner, it looks like there's some like gray cartridges. And I figured they were probably like baseball Sports. cards stuff. And that's all they sold. And, and I walk in and sure enough, he had a few NES games. And I was like, that's really, really weird. So I picked up a couple of those. And the most refreshing thing on that whole trip was I went to a Goodwill and found some NES games too. Wow. That was pretty sweet. That doesn't you happen. don't see those ever, and they were all priced at two ninety nine. So nice. I picked up a few, and it, it it was exciting to actually see them in a thrift store. I haven't seen NES games in a thrift store in a long time, so yeah, yeah, it's pretty legit. I feel like yeah. I've given up, so I don't even look. It's amazing though the yeah. feeling when you walk in nowadays and see that. So like the the I retro crap my pants or the not the retro store but the um sporting goods store did he flat rates or was it like individual prices? They were individual price but but good price. Um, I can't remember. I picked up totally rad. It might have been like twelve bucks, which I thought was an okay price. I think that's typically around like a twenty dollar yeah. game. Um. So yeah, it it was uh, it was surprising again. Not not where you expect any <laughs> games to be, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I just I had some stuff from my collection that I just decided to try to sell." And I was cool, like, nice, sweet. So that was kind of a fun uh, fun trip for me, just to see some stuff in the wild again. Very nice. Just rare. Hmm. Now we need to see it locally, though. Well, we got that you know, um, event coming up with that amazing flyer that just the most brilliant graphic artist put together. So more on that. Tell me more, Ryan. <laughs> it's too soon. It's too soon. Too yeah. soon. Okay. I, uh, so I haven't like been hunting at all, but like I spent last weekend, um, redoing my game room, I guess not redoing, but like rearranging. Um, so I got my arcade one up down here which I put on a set of like, you know, those like cube storage things with like the little hamper basket that yeah. like they're everywhere. College dorms, my basement for some reason. So I, I used a couple of those and I put them too deep and that works like perfect height for the cabinet. Plus I've got like massive storage under there now. And then I just got sick of like the clutter around my couch. So I built like this surround around my couch, to like hide all my stuff. Cause I got my couch jacked up on stilts essentially to, put controllers and crap underneath it and then built an extra row of shelves behind my 
couch now. So like I boxed up like a lot of my miscellaneous box, like most of my system stuff got put away except for two of my NES boxes and then my Super Nintendo and that Atari 2600 one I got from Nate. And now it looks sweet. Like I got like nothing's double stacked. Like every game is on a shelf for the time being. I'm still at like (laughs) 95% capacity. So (laughs) I have to grow carefully. The Amiibos didn't move. No. And that was the thing is like, I don't like, I like them displayed there. So they're going to be there as long as I can keep them there. Um, Nice. And yeah, like I, the I built the shelves like super cheap. I just bought like some treated uh, primed um, trim. So it was like $5 for an eight foot board of trim. I just bought four four of those. And like, it's perfect for holding like switch games and jewel cases. So it's awesome. Perfect. So I'll have to get off my lazy ass, make a video at some point about my game room, but or not. We'll see. (laughs) You should. Yep. It's been so long. I don't know if I can get back into the routine. I'll watch it. Thank you. It means a little, I'll I'll give you a thumbs up. <gasps> no. I pre- what about a comment, I, Andy? I prefer thumbs down and negative comments only, please. This is the internet after all. I don't wanna I don't want it to come off inauthentic. Or, you know. <laughs> I have never hit a thumbs down in my life, so you're not getting it from me. No. No, me neither. I'm too positive. Because <laughs> I know how much time it takes just to make a simple video. Yes. So I'm like, awesome job. <laughs> Yeah, great. Pe- people are quick to hit the thumbs down when, the, like, the simple solution is just watch something else. <laughs> like, it's yeah. free. Like, you just... didn't pay for this video that you found online. So, right. You know how hard it is to be like that offensive to be like, oh, I can't stand this. I can't believe you tricked me into watching this. Thumbs down. <laughs> yes. I can't do it. I can't do it. This, I found the fat retarded man child channel. <laughs> I was like, my. Didn't you get that as a comment? I did. And I was like, you found me. <laughs> like, thanks. <laughs> I, said, I think that's literally what I put was like, you found me. Thanks for watching. <laughs> uh, internet. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like there's more news happening out in the world, more like gaming stuff going on, but it's that time of year where like everything's happening so fast that I, I just, I, I don't know that I have anything else. Do you guys? Yeah. No, not really. I was reading something about virtual reality, but I don't have a lot of facts on it. So, mm. um, like, doctors are prescribing it, um, hmm. but I can't find it now. Huh. It seems like that makes sense. Top list. Yeah, I, I couldn't remember what the purpose was. I wish I would. Is it drug withdrawal? You, you uh, play Tetris Effect? <laughs> Tetris effect, <laughs> or you wean yourself down from like PTSD through like, like I suppose you could do that, right? Like, yeah. like, like, kind of acclimate yourself to like more noise. Like, I don't know. I guess I'm not gonna pretend like I know what causes that, but it just seems like cars backfiring. I mean, again, I'm yeah. not gonna pretend, but from some people I've been around that are a little jumpy. The doctor prescribes video games and virtual reality rehab. Dang. So amid amid the country's growing substance abuse crisis last year, the FDA cleared Reset, a mobile app that tracks substance use, cravings, and social triggers to treat dependency on alcohol, cocaine, and cannabis. 
The FDA's clearance makes Reset one of the first prescription digital therapeutics. Huh. That's huh. interesting. Yeah, I can see how that would. I mean, it's always nice when uh, video games can be used for practical things instead of comparing them to opium dens killing Korean youth. So, go <laughs> <all> for that. <laughs> When you buy the world's best-selling jeans, you get good-fitting, great-looking heavy denim jeans. And you get some very impressive stitching on the back pockets. They cost around $14.50. When you buy plain pockets from JCPenney, you get good-fitting, great-looking heavy denim jeans. And you get absolutely nothing on the back pockets. But they only cost $10. No kidding. Plain pockets, only at JCPenney. The big difference between us and them is the pocket and the price. Okay, moving on to the fail bag where we answer 20-year-old questions from old gaming magazines as if they were addressed to us. Uh, it's a very important service. Critical, one might yes. say. <laughs> yes. Uh, Andrew Weber. He works for uh, Gluco Games. He... Uh, Put a public service announcement in this EGM number 168. He said, here's some info for all those diabetic Game Boy Advance players out there. A new Game Boy Advance is being developed that incorporates a blood sugar monitor. Every reading in your set range will earn points, which you can redeem for special promos, discounts, and games from Nintendo. It's called Glucoboy. See glucogames.com for more info. Prototypes have already proven successful in lowering blood sugar because, well, everyone wants free stuff. It's called vaporware because this didn't happen. Are you sure? I thought it did. Is there like prototypes of the like? I think really? it actually came out. Gluco boy, I gotta Google this now. I don't know about that. I I feel like I've heard about the glucose monitor of some sort, but I don't remember anything called. Glucoboy. Oh my gosh, end gadget. Glucoboy Gluco Boy turns diabetes blood testing into a game. It's riveting. Yeah, it's a thing, I guess. There's a kid I'm playing. I'm going to eat it. a whole bunch of little Debbies <laughs> and then we're going to see what happens. Wow, this is nuts. Yeah. So Apparently it's incredibly rare and really sought after too. 2005 issue <laughs> came out. Yeah. That really? was nuts. Interesting. Small market. Paul Weasel invented it, so you know you can trust him, Weasel. Um, it looks like launched it, launched in Australia on World Diabetes Day. That seems like a day that maybe shouldn't be celebrated. I don't know. <laughs> and it's an attachment. You could it's not you could have right. two extremes, right? On National Diabetes Day, day they're actually. There's a group of people that are fasting and the other group is sitting at Dunkin' Donuts <laughs> having a good old time. We got to celebrate the one day. And then they meet up and drink each other's blood and swap. Oh my God. Even out the sugar levels. Fine. Maybe they don't, oh, maybe yeah. they don't have to drink it. It could be IVs. We'll just blood transfer. Just took it to a dark place. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I don't mean, I don't mean to make light of diabetes. It's crazy. And then we're going to drink the blood. <clears throat> I just can't believe that something like this existed. That's, I mean, I, I guess it's cool for kids, but wow. 
I mean, with that have diabetes. I mean, it's not cool that they have diabetes. Man, this is a hard topic to talk about without sounding like an asshole. But yeah, so it looks like a cartridge that attached to your Game Boy Advance, essentially. Huh. I'll be an asshole. How come? How come uh, diabetes patients get free games from Nintendo and I don't? Well, I we better start eating that. a lot more sugar. They have pre-diabetes testing. Like, just find out if you're there and just push on forward. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my camps, Nintendo? All candy for me. Did it ever hit the U.S. market? Uh, that I didn't see on there. I'm sure some of them infiltrated, but... Seems like something you would get only if you were, like, a patient of someone who, like, frequented a... I mean, because it's not like you're going to go to Toys R Us and see that, right? I don't know. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty inventive use of the technology. It was probably sold at CVS instead of Toys R Us. Nice. There is none of them on on eBay right now. Yeah, I was looking as well. Like, I must have accessory. Yes. <laughs> I typed it in, and a whole bunch of white powder yep. showed up. <laughs> oh boy, that you just stay stay away from that. That's when, you, that's when you click back and just never again. <laughs> Since when can you buy white powder on eBay? Are you on the dark web? <laughs> <laughs> mystery powder oh, five dollars <laughs> oh that was freebay.com <laughs> oops this guy's got amazing feedback <laughs> <laughs> uh. okay here's a terrible idea if you want to hear it i do yes i was just watching baywatch a few hours ago that's a good call. And I got a killer idea for Go a game. On. Baywatch. Picture it. You could play as David Hasselhoff. Well, okay. No, that's not who I would choose to play as. <laughs> you could play as... Stop picturing now. <laughs> CJ. It's obviously CJ you play as. <laughs> you could play as David Hasselhoff, Pamela Anderson, Nicole Eggert, Yasmin Bluth, Xander Paul, and whoever else starred in it. Well, you name more than I could have, so... <laughs> <laughs> in uh in david hasselhoff's levels say he could save drowning victims try to escape a crazy woman he once loved and end up hugging his son and all that <laughs> oh my gosh sounds riveting uh just like in the series pamela's levels could be tna or something <laughs> i don't know <laughs> <laughs> running towards the camera in slow motion uh, <laughs> gold star <laughs> In all pixelated glory. <laughs> yep. uh, you could drive around the city like Grand Theft Auto, go to the beach and save swimmers, or build up passionate relationships with other people. Hell, yeah, this re- thing could be online. I'm not crazy. You know you want a Baywatch game. Re- hey, remember that episode of Baywatch where they just drove around the city? <laughs> it sounds like a perfect game mode. <laughs> Uh, hey here's an idea for baywatch let's leave the bay yeah that's fine we should be watching the beach nah they're okay it's okay well i hope it gets released for ps vr oh there we go slow-mo camera running mode only did we would see an increase in accidents on the ps (laughs) vr i mean this guy kind of got his wish though didn't he because wasn't there that vip game for the playstation yeah that starred Pamela much. Anderson, so yep. that's that's about as good as you're gonna get. Unless he was like really into the Hasselhoff idea, I don't. It seemed like he was heavy on the Hoff. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. 
I, I'm <laughs> typing Hasselhoff video game as we speak. I, I just can't look at that man the same after watching the hamburger video and the get in my car <laughs> music video. Night Rider. Yeah? Yeah. Night well that is a game. On the NES. That is yes. a game on the NES. Apparently he was in uh Call of Duty zombies mode at one point. Really? What? Yep. Huh. Who knew? And he was in pain. There's a playable character that you shot into the roof? Yeah, I don't know. Because pain was that uh, PS3 like early online sensation game where you just essentially slingshot a character into a cityscape to see how much you could like destroy them. Okay. Like, it was like a dude in a chicken costume or a cow costume. You just like flung him at an electric neon sign. It was great. Yeah, that must have been it. He must have been able to uh, launch him then. <laughs> So you could sling the half. I like it. It seems appropriate. Yeah. And the SpongeBob SquarePants movie for Game Boy Advance. <laughs> nice. that. Uh. Um. Yeah, just hang tight. Don't get excited about a video game, but know that a remake movie is coming out <laughs> yeah. in 2016 or whatever it is just wait until youtube is invented and then about 2015 just go on there and hit the search bar and search david hasselhoff get in my car and just loop that endlessly <laughs> it's so weird that he's like a german pop sensation like yeah, people. Is it weird? I I mean, kinda right. Like he hasn't been relevant for like twenty years here, and they still. I always him. thought that was fake until I met a German foreign exchange student, and they verified that the Hoff is the man. They're like, oh yeah, the was like, this is a lie, and they're like, oh yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Oh, that's so bad. We've corrupted their culture. And, like, not ironically either. That's the worst part. Do you think when David um, gets bored and sad in the United States, he just takes a flight over to Germany? And <laughs> oh, like, for sure. Yeah. Gets a boost again, and he's right. like, I am the man! That's right! As a wiener schnitzel, he comes back home, he's good for, like, two weeks. <laughs> I need to find that country for me. There's gotta be, like, some really... <laughs> Poor country where I could be the man right now. <laughs> Uganda. Just fly out to the Philippines. It'll work out. <laughs> that guy. I want to be some. That guy with the $28 condo on YouTube. Is, <laughs> seems like he's really living it up. Uh, <laughs> Have you guys seen that video? Just this guy's no. like, I, I can't remember what the channel is. He calls himself like a travel vlogger, but he just seems like. Kind of like a POS, like redneck dude who has no money and so he like just lives down in the Philippines because it's cheap. But he's like, "Here's my twenty eight dollar beachfront condo." And he like, "Here's a tour. It's like a ten foot room." And then he's like, "Here's my bathroom. It's like a sink." And then there's a toilet that has no running water to it. And he's like, "What you do is you fill this cup up and then you dump <laughs> in the toilet. That's how you flush it." He's like, "And the beach is right down there." And I'm like, <laughs> "Dude, like this ain't worth it." <laughs> It's like, I'm right off the beach. Beachfront condo. It's just unbelievable. Uh, yeah, it's like 
I think the status meant a little bit too much to him. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, I'm pretty sure he's drunk th- throughout that entire video. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of amazing. <laughs> so that could be that could be you. You could that could be your country. I, think, I yeah. the Philippines. You could probably swing for like a hundred and twenty dollar. Imagine what you'd get. You might have a flushing toilet. Uh, yeah, that would be. That would be ideal, I guess. Yeah. You might have someone to fill that cup of water for you and dump it down. Let's would not call, dream too big. Let's not dream that, too big now. Would you call that a deluxe shit? <laughs> that's a that's a bidet. <laughs> someone just <laughs> pours the water down your back. <laughs> oh, that's uh, awesome. <laughs> That's so funny. God, I hope we don't have any listeners in the Philippines. I'm positive we don't, but... I don't know. We've just offended an entire nation. <laughs> or they think we're hilarious, and now we are superheroes over oh, there. We're the Hasselhoffs of the Philippines. Yep. We are the Hoffs. We are the, the number one show. podcast of the Philippines. In the Philippines. Dude, that's, that's our tagline. Like, I'm getting ads made up tomorrow. Every billboard in town. They're doing the national anthem of the weekend rental song. <laughs> uh, we should tell Arthur. He's going to be so proud. <laughs> yeah. Okay, this one relates to you, I think, uh, Ryan. Oh, Jaguar? I'm not sure. No, this might. you might have wrote this. I'm not sure. Oh. Uh, dear EGM, I'm writing to vent my frustration. I purchased an N64 a few months ago. Mario 64 was great, though it got real old real quick. When I decided to get a second controller, I went to over 20 different stores and could not find one. Every store was sold out. So I figured I'd just get the games and worry about the two-player action later. Yep, you guessed it, no games either. I went back to Toys R Us where I got the system, and they had the nerve to tell me that I was lucky enough to even get a system. Like it was some sort of privilege to own an N64. After several days of frustration, (laughs) I just packed the system back up and fought tooth and nail with the manager until I got a full refund. I've had it. I hope the next person in line is happy with my system. With a little luck, games may be available for him or her by the time they get through Mario 64. Yeah, right. Nice. I would have never written that because I would have never said Mario 64 is great, but (laughs) I like that he uh, is frustrated with the fact that it's difficult to find hardware peripherals and systems at launch of a console because that's pretty much like every launch, right? But Mm. I don't, I guess, did did anyone experience this? Because I I never went the 64 route. Like, I don't remember shortages. No. I mean, I remember the frustration of the 64 getting delayed. And it just sucking in general once it did. Come out. I mean, that was really frustrating. I got mine through the JCPenney catalog. No problem. Nice. Wow. You circle that. I did. Did that's, you live? That's pretty cool. So just jumping off that, like my hometown had a JCPenney catalog store. So not only did you not use the catalog oh, really? to order through the catalog, you took what you wanted from the catalog and went down and there was a person in the store that had nothing in it that took your catalog order. And then you went down there and got your catalog item instead of having it shipped to your door conveniently for some reason. That was a thing. <laughs> so, so instead of calling yourself, you're like, 
can you order this for right. me? Right. Yep, no problem. Yes. Is that a thing? It was. I, I mean, I guess. I don't know. I mean... That's so awful. I should have gotten my 64 through the JCPenney catalog store. Would you like it shipped to your home or the store? Yeah, the store sounds good. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was always the store, too. Like, I I, I distinctly remember, like... No option? Have, no, I don't think so. I think you had to go to the store to get it. But then I think the benefit was, like, if it sucked, you could return it to the store, right? Instead of shipping? Yeah, I suppose. I Good old days, Nintendo 64. Oh, I love the JCPenney catalog. Wasn't that the best? Like getting the catalog every year? Oh, I would just sit and circle all day long. Yeah, I got none of it, but I circled the shit out of a lot of stuff. That's not a thing anymore, I'm pretty no. sure. I remember I, I went so far one year as to cut everything out that I wanted and glue it to a piece Whoa. of paper. I also got none of that, but I did that. That was a thing. Hmm. I'm pretty sure you had to pay for those catalogs. Really? Yeah, I don't think they were free. I'm pretty sure you had to pay for the JCPenney wow. catalog. I mean, maybe. I need to double check that. Hmm. But mm. I know as a young boy, I looked at a lot of bras in those. <laughs> I'm glad you said that because I almost made that. I'm like, nope, I'm not going to be that guy. But I totally did that too. After I was done looking at the toys. <laughs> <laughs> you cut the women out too on a separate piece of paper. <laughs> Son, what are you doing downstairs in the basement with the lights off, looking at the JC Penny catalog? <laughs> Nothing, Dad. <laughs> wow. This is what we had to resort to before the internet children. Yeah. Boys turn to JC Penny catalogs. I don't know what the youth do today. I'll order her. Mm-hmm. Not really. They were all like moms. <laughs> you could have put a, a cow's head on top of it, though. It was still like boobs and a bra, and we were like eight. <laughs> like, it didn't matter. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love the t- side tangent this went down. I'm sorry. I let, I let us horribly astray. 64. That's awesome. So I assume you bought a PlayStation and loved it. Is the outcome there? Maybe, maybe you bought a Saturn. How pissed would you be if you're the guy who uh, got the really used N64? <laughs> <laughs> it's not good. I wonder how much that happens now today. Well, obviously, like your video <laughs> with the guy trying to return Fallout, but yeah, is there a lot of people that? Still try and do that? I don't know. Maybe over Black Friday, but like, I feel like returning electronics at all anymore is just a nightmare. People know the, yeah, they know the rules at this point, I think. Right? Best Buy, I guess, takes stuff back pretty easily. Actually, Walmart does too. So I suppose it happens. I think somebody was telling me there was a Walmart in town that somebody bought. It was a PlayStation 4 box and they brought it home and there was like two bags of like, um, fish gravel, like they had like put oh. it in the foam to like make the weight feel about right. Yeah, yeah. So people are dicks. Interesting. Wow. Oh, this guy doesn't have a name, but his email address is vidgamer at usa dot pipeline dot com. It was me. If you want to get, <laughs> that's before you added the ja, 
right? Yeah, it was before the jaw. The jaw <laughs> days were like 20 and up. So. Uh, he says, Dear EGM, just a while back, I was in Electronics Boutique. <laughs> That's like JCPenney catalog days, too. <laughs> yep. Uh, the Unless guys... you're in Canada. Right, they're still around. The guys there were claiming that certain games were much better on the Saturn than they were on the PlayStation. They said that these games move faster and the graphics are smoother on the Saturn. They also said that the PlayStation really stinks when it comes to 2D games. My question is, should I trade in my PlayStation for a Saturn? If the Saturn is the more powerful system, why not? I want to own the stronger system. As I was told, the Saturn seems to be better at 2D and 3D. Um, let, let me just tell you something about the guys working at EB. They lied to you. <laughs> I mean, I guess the 2D... upselling. Yeah, the 2D part was accurate because it was a 2D game console until they stopped yeah, an extra... <clears throat> but what, what cross-comparison? I mean, what was better? Like, what multi-platform games were better on the Saturn? I can't even think. Oh, there was Tomb boy. Raider, Resident Evil... I don't even know what else came out on both at the time. I mean, there's a case for Virtual Fighter compared to Tekken, but not much, I don't think. Yeah, by the time you get to like Tekken 3 and yeah. 2, it's like no comparison. I mean, like. The 2D was a comparison, though, right? Saturn had some pretty sweet 2D. Oh, yeah. Well, they games. did, but like none of those were ever on the PlayStation because like PlayStation was very like Sony was very much about like we only want to push 3D games. That's right. So. To some extent, they loosen that up later. Obviously, gotta get them budget titles in there. Yeah. Um, I mean, they kind of go into they talk about how you know the if you're building games on the Saturn, you are using sprite processors. Whereas, like, PlayStation is a geometry engine. So, you know, one's built for 3D, the other one's built for 2D. So, if you want to do, if, if you're on the PlayStation, you want to build a 2D game, you kind of have to, you know, rig it together. And the Saturn has to do the same thing for 3D games. Um, right. And then in an era where 3D gaming will become the standard, you should probably own the system that doesn't have to, like, fake its way to doing it. I mean, I don't know. I've never seen a 3D like Saturn game and then compared it to anything on the PlayStation where I was like, this is the pinnacle of 1996 technology. Like even when people like when I first played Burning Rangers after people just hyped that up, like <laughs> Burning Rangers, technical masterpiece. I'm like, I want to vomit looking at this game, like the pop in, like the shading. It's bad. Yeah, I could definitely see that there. There are certain situations. I mean. Thing is, like almost every 3D game on PlayStation has a similar look. Like it, it has like it's got a, a grittiness, a grittiness. The like the lines are a little weird. They kind of stray back and forth here and there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a, yeah. Some some developers are better. Yeah. If nine eight nine did it, like the straight lines are like fucking zigzags. But yeah. But I mean, you look at something like Daytona. I mean, the polygons aren't quite there in the <laughs> background, and, and you know it doesn't scroll quite as 
nice as maybe a PlayStation would, but right. But then you, yeah, I was just gonna say, but then you get to Gran Turismo and Daytona yeah. looks like dog yeah, that's above. true. Yeah, that's that's true. So like maybe at the launch when like the PlayStation devs were still trying to figure it out, like I'm sure there were some arguments for the Saturn, but I mean after a year, I mean the writing was kind of on the wall. Mm-hmm. Plus, just the price point was so astronomical <laughs> at launch. Yeah, especially when 3D was the future, and that's what did it better. Oof. Right. And then, you know, the Saturn was not their future. So, that didn't help. (laughs) So, stick with your PlayStation, dum-dum. In this very same magazine, like two questions later, this guy named Jerry says, I was in a Hills department store, which again, (laughs) (laughs) JCPenney. Yep. And they had a sign which said that the Sega Saturn has been discontinued and they would no longer be stocking this machine. Uh, That was three months after launch. Yeah, pretty much. It was uh, basically they're talking about how that store just decided not to carry it anymore. Good call. So they're like, no, there's no problem. The Saturn is fine. (laughs) It's like, oh, no, it's not. (laughs) Not quite. There's a reason they weren't going to sell it anymore. Well, yeah. And then like that last push they had with that console too, of like, it's like one twenty nine comes with three games. And it's just like, man, that is tempting, but you know that you're not going to be able to like, find games for that. Like even at that age, I remember being like, if I buy that, like that's it. Like, yeah, I'll never get more games. That's when you got like virtual cop and fighter and all that free yeah, with vir- it. Yeah. Yeah. Here's one that that I uh, wish I would have had Justin's input on. Mark says, I would like to start by saying that SOCOM US Navy SEALs has to be one of the best games ever for PlayStation 2. However, game enhancer cheat devices like Codebreaker, Action Replay, GameShark are ruining the game. There's a code for the Codebreaker that allows players to respawn as a ghost after they die, so they're invisible but still able to kill others. Another code disables the ability of users to vote the cheater off the server, ruining the game for everyone else. SOCOM developer Zipper Interactive and Sony need to step in and kick these people off. If you are against cheating, please sign the petition at www.petitiononline.com slash cheats soc slash petition dot html and help save SOCOM. I guess guess I'll go help that guy and sign his petition. We should get on this. Let's take it to Twitter. And get the signatures. <laughs> yep. Oh, retweet. You need a hashtag for uh, Save SoCom. <laughs> hashtag Save SoCom. Yeah, I know Justin said that was the major issue. Although he was also a guy who owned a leg switch, so like I don't know that he's clean in this. So <laughs> I love SoCom, but I'm gonna cheat also because everyone oh. else does. So. Well, that's the thing. You can't beat him. You join him, but. Yeah, well, I'm surprised like, that they don't like all those codes and stuff work on online. Like that's all server yeah. client side. That's weird. And I think that was like the biggest problem with the PlayStation Two era and their online network or lack thereof was like it was all oh because it was point to point or whatever, right? And it was all managed by the individual like development and publishers 
side. So like there was no overarching governance governance, you know, like Sony wasn't watching everything. And so yeah. I, I think crap like that could easily happen. Cause it was just so fractured. Like at least Xbox live had like, you know, the one single sign on and you could ban a gamer tag. Like there was no, there was none of that with PlayStation two. Yeah. I don't even know if PlayStation two has like a central server or if you're just connecting peer to peer to some, yeah. Somebody else as a host. Yeah, you know. might be. I bet with that one, they had servers somewhere. Cause like SoCal was big. Like people are doing that in tournaments and stuff. Yeah. Which is weird. Cause I never got into it, but it was like, that looks like something I don't need to play. Oh, that was Right off the bat, I was not interested in that game. But. No, I was pretty into Xbox Live and GameCube back then. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is kind of uh, interesting that this has not changed. I mean, every single multiplayer game still has cheating. Right. Although I feel like the console ban at least like puts a monetary hurt on people like because microsoft's pretty good about like with that console no longer goes online now because you're a douche <laughs> like you know back then it's like oh we disabled your like made up username just create a new one and come back and at least now they can brick your console yeah well not brick it but keep it from well, coming back online well then they just traded into gamestop and they're like that's true. And then they and just then get the a next gaming guy. PC. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wonder how often that happens. Probably quite a bit, right? Because I can't imagine they test for that. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how that works. This is kind of interesting. They have uh, the top five original games of 1996. Okay. Cross platform? Yep. Pretty much anything. Number five is Worms, which I didn't know came out in 96. I thought that was later. I guess that was 64, wasn't it? PlayStation? Yeah. Yeah. It's a pretty good game. Now it's like way overdone. Like. <laughs> Everybody knows what Worms is. I don't is. remember it at all. I mean, I remember playing it, but I don't even remember what it looked like. It had, it had worms. Worms? Worms. That's not good. I remember, like, watching somebody play it and thinking it was just, like, a Lemmings ripoff, but it's not. <laughs> it's... A little more tactical. Yeah. Uh, number four is Psychic Detective. I've always meant to play that. It's like an FMV game. Yeah, I, I own um... I own disc two of two, maybe for the three DO. So, oh really? If anybody, okay, if well, anybody's got disc one out there? If you find that, maybe it's two to, and three. We need to try that out because I've heard it's kind of ridiculous. Yeah, I'm sure it's fantastic, like all the three DO games. Oh yeah, I, especially FMV. I love it. Number three is Blast Chamber, which I don't remember at all. I remember no that advertised heavily. I oh. want to say it's like a room type, like it's a puzzle, 
almost game, but like you're a dude in like a 3D room that like rotate. I don't know what happens, but yeah, I do recall that one. It's got the worst cover art. Yeah. Looks like a BMX guy without a bike, pretty much like motorcycle, motocross helmet. And <laughs> I don't know. I never knew what it was about, but I can't imagine that's the best game of 96. No. Uh, number two is Dragon Force, which. It's kind of influential. It's it's a beat em up, but it's like RPG beat em up. So okay. Uh, one is Tecmo's Deception, which is yes, kind of crazy game. Love Tecmo's Deception, but I can't believe that's on this list. Well, it's the most original, so I yes. can definitely see that. Yeah. Build traps to slaughter humans. Okay. It's a game. Yeah, uh, there's something disturbingly satisfying about Tecmo's Deception. Yeah. Huh. I think that's Any... enough out of this magazine. Whoa, 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 it can't be enough. What about the uh, link cable? Which one? You you tease us with a Game Boy link, link cable. cable. Oh no, that was the glucose thing. You're poking yourself oh. with uh, the Game Boy. Oh, I thought it was. I thought there was going to be like different. somebody sticking a cable in there, something that wasn't no. appropriate. Okay disappointing no sorry or not depends what you're into if you're into e-rectangles that is like the only gaming thing that you put in your body though well <laughs> maybe the tram vibrator that probably depends on who you ask but yeah <laughs> I'm sure there are things that are not intended to be in someone's body that end up in You there. ask any proctologist, and they can count on two hands how many Wii remotes they pull out of a anus, I bet. <laughs> Probably can't even do it on two hands. I would like to ask well, them if most of them have the rubber on them or not. <laughs> If you're gonna insert it, you have to put the weak condom on. That's just, come on. Okay. Let's not get ridiculous. <laughs> of course you do. What do you think that was made for? <laughs> they have like a in the break room. They have a little chart of Wii remotes <laughs> and a chart of like Dual Shock controllers. <laughs> and then and then it's trade in oh, value at GameStop. Like they update it <laughs> weekly. Like oh, we gotta recoup the cost somehow. Oh my gosh. I don't know. I think the Move controller would be much more pleasurable. Oh, that's true. The what controller? The move controller. <clears throat> oh, yeah. The real piece de resistance is that like custom uh, Resident Evil 4 controller for the oh, GameCube and PS2. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Maybe we should cut this off. We did it. We found the worst controller to put in your body. <laughs> Yay! Top, top five worst things to put in your body. Only there took you know. 36 episodes. We're good. <laughs> After some rig rigorous testing, <laughs> the scientists have decided these are the best controllers for your body. <laughs> 
can, can we do a YouTube video on that? Yes, please. <laughs> the five best controllers for internal <laughs> use. <laughs> Uh, well, oh, hey, I bet nobody's gosh. tried it with the Pokeball yet. We got it. That's true. That oh is tailor made. Excuse me, did your ass just say Pikachu? <laughs> I'm looking for a squirrel. Why, why do you need five Pokeballs, sir? Well, I'm gonna make a I'm gonna make a string out of them. You see. <laughs> then I'm gonna pull them out real slow. Oh. It's. Six is a full party. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, I'm sadly looking at all my remote controls right now. <laughs> like, nope, nope, yes. <laughs> oh. Yeah, we might have to revisit this because I don't think we've taken all into account, but. No, this should be a coffee table book. The yeah. history, <laughs> <laughs> like the generations of controllers that are best to insert into orifices. Started with the Atari. Yeah, it's the perfect butt plug. It's already black. Yeah, I was going to say that's the, that's the, it, it's starter. the beginner one. You know, it's kind of narrow. <laughs> the it's got the soft kit. rubber uh. safety cord to pull it back out. Man, they Atari really knew what they were doing. <laughs> Those are all the like factors. How long is the cable? Is it wireless? Is it gone forever? Or can we pull it back out? <laughs> and then Pro League, if that the Wii Remote has the strap. Pro League for that generation was the Commodore sixty four controller with that like big freaking knob on the top. Like you graduate up to that. <laughs> you gotta earn your way to the top. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I don't know how we got here, but we should probably. <laughs> I love it. I don't know either, but I love this. This is great. I'm sure it started with something I said. There's no way it didn't. Oh boy, yeah, man, that really changes things with the NES Advantage. That just changes the title. <laughs> <laughs> NES Disadvantage. <laughs> I got turbo on this thing. Uh, but it gives quick shot a whole new meaning, I guess. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> okay, Nate. Oh, get us out of this hole, please. <laughs> I don't know if I can. Why did you say hole? I don't know. <laughs> uh, all right. Whew. <laughs> All right, you can check us out on Twitter. Make sure you take a look at our YouTube channel. And you can always find all things Weekend Rental Podcast at weekendpodcast.com. And as always, be kind. Rewind. I'm bananas. Banana. Bananas. I'm the one that prefers ASCII controllers. <laughs>